welcome, my friend, to another episode. Hey, before we get started, I want you to picture this, your best caregiver self. What would it look like? Imagine living your caregiver journey with vitality and joy. It might seem like a distant dream right now, but you know what? It is entirely within your reach. When you craft a personalized path focused on quality care and your well-being, the impossible becomes possible. That's what the Empowerful Caregiver School is all about. You'll receive daily video lessons, a robust journaling workbook packed with practical strategies and reflective questions guiding you towards growth and empowerment as a caregiver. Plus, you'll be part of a supportive community in our private Facebook group and join us for bi-weekly group coaching sessions. Let's rewrite your caregiver story together. Join Empowerful Caregiver School today and start thriving. Click on the link in the show notes or go right out to my website at kathylvan.com forward slash empowerful to learn. Okay, let's jump into today's lesson. Well, hello, my friend, and welcome to the Caregiver Cup Podcast. It's Kathy here, and guess what? It is episode number 50 of this podcast. How fast time flies, and doing this, I've been doing this now for what? Not even a year yet, because October would be a year, And I just started two weeks ago doing two podcasts a week. So before that, it was only one podcast a week. Last year at this time, though, I was taking a digital podcast course through Crystal Profit and Profit Media and taking my podcast course and trying to figure out what the name of my podcast would be, what content I would cover, and then for sure figuring out all this tech stuff that I still don't get, but I just kind of muddle my way through it. And then I landed on saying, I'm going to launch my podcast on October 20th of 2020. And here I am, episode number 50. I record most of my podcasts on Saturday morning with my cup of coffee, and that's what I'm doing this morning. And I'm thinking about you. I know that you are going through this caregiver life that's filled with challenges and struggles and a mix of emotion, and I feel so grateful that you are letting me into your ear. I hope you find moments of joy in your caregiving journey, and you embrace the little things, and I hope this podcast continues to give you some ideas, some tips, some motivations, or just a relatable reality with me. Because remember, I started my podcast journey on t- in 2017, Labor Day weekend, when I first found out that my dad had pancreatic cancer stage four. And then two weeks later, my husband had stage four non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, CLL. And then my journey continued with chemotherapy treatments for both of them. And then I um, lost my dad the following year in April of 2018. 
transitioned and helped my mom, which was the grieving widow with a lot of her her estate to figure out. And then we turned around and got mom into a senior living apartment. And then my spouse had another bout of Hodgkin's lymphoma. It morphed into Hodgkin's lymphoma. Then he had knee surgery. And now over the past year now, I've been dealing with my mom who has lung cancer and just recently found out that she has lupus. And so this caregiving journey just keeps chugging along and it just keeps following me and I just keep kind of rolling with the punches. And so this podcast helps me as well as you figure out how to go ahead and work through all of these stressors and anxiety and overwhelm. So without Further ado, let's move into today's episode, which is all about energy and finding our energy level. And I labeled this one or titled this one, Why Don't I Have the Energy Like I Used To? Okay, so here's a couple of questions that I want to just ask you, and I thought through these myself. Have you said this to yourself? Why don't I have the energy like I used to? And I'm rolling my eyes. I know you can't see me here. Or I am so tired all the time. Why am I so tired all the time? It's really called caregiver fatigue. And there are symptoms and an official title for this. This occurs when you feel emotionally and physically exhausted. You are wearing out. You are feeling totally used up due to all the demands or too many demands you are burning out. And I call this the big B of caregiving, burning out. And I don't mean to laugh because, but really, if you don't laugh about it, you can't get through it. <laughs> That's for sure. Think about this though. Why are your, what, what, I'm sorry, what are your emotional demands? Your loved one is sick and you, you can't make them better. They demand an extreme degree of your physical and emotional care. So what are your emotional demands? Oh my gosh, yes. What are your conflicting boundaries? Who else do you need to take care of? Who else needs your time and energy? Do you have a family? I'm sure you do. Do you have children? Maybe your boss or you have employees that report to you or coworkers or your business or you're trying to or you're trying to meet everyone's needs and it creates conflict and stress for you. And I think about Gumby. I don't know. I'm really aging myself now. Back in the early 70s and I think in the 60s, there was this rubbery toy. He was green and you could pull Gumby as far and far, as far as you could, and he would never break. And sometimes I visualize myself as being Gumby and being pulled. Here's another one which contributes to caregiver fatigue. I'm going to ask you this. Do you feel ambiguity in your new normal? You really don't know exactly what to do, meaning your roles and your responsibilities. As new things come up, as new obstacles and challenges are put in front of you, what do you do? How do you handle it? You have to figure it out because you've probably never experienced these before. And so you're feeling this ambiguity in your new normal. 
Then your workload is another one. It is for me. What's on your plate? Are you trying to juggle everything from caregiving, all of the appointments, to nursing care, to all of that kind of stuff, to your home? You're managing your household and your family. Then add your job or your business on top of it. It can be so much. What about all your advocacy or your your loved one's responsibilities? You are their advocate. The insurance, sometimes that can just be so frustrating and overwhelming to do it. You might have to get pre-authorization or you might have to appeal claims because they're not covered. Um, Medication and trying to go ahead and get approval for that. Making medical decisions making or or being at the doctor visits and having the asking those right questions or sharing your concerns having the serious conversations with the doctors or asking the nursing questions about how do I take care of this or what do I do and then on top of that making hard decisions on finances or home care Or does your loved one need nursing care or hospice care? Or do you have to start thinking about your estate and your estate plans? Then there's the the lack of privacy that you may have. Do you feel it? There's no time to be alone. The demands of you may be very overwhelming. I don't know if I've told you this before, but I'm definitely an introvert. I love being on stage and I love talking on podcasts, but I like, from an introvert perspective, I have to have my downtime. I like it, but I have to have it. And if I don't have downtime and alone time, it catches up to me from a cranky perspective to totally exhausted perspective. There may be many people in and out of your home and your life right now assisting with some facet of caregiving. And so having that extra stimulus or extra people in your home can be just way, way, way overwhelming for you. These factors may contribute then to your feelings. And let me list a couple of these for you. That you have no control or that you don't have adequate skills or knowledge in this area. When you start feeling this burnout, you start doubting yourself and your abilities. You probably like me and you've dropped the ball in something. Uh, I remember, and it's been a while, but it was last year, I showed up for my haircut appointment and it wasn't even on that day. It It wasn't even on that day. Or drop the ball and you miss doing something or... You make a mistake when it comes to paying a bill. Oh my gosh, I've done that several times. And that's just a a caution to me to take a step back. Another feeling is that you don't have any independence. You don't have your life anymore. You don't have that freedom to just do what you normally did. You don't have the independence or say so. So yeah, you don't feel like you have the independence. Or you feel like you can't succeed or that you're a failure because you have so much on your plate. And if you took a step back and looked at you and your life from an outsider perspective, most normal people 
don't juggle all of what we're juggling all the time. It's not, for me, I'm just going to be blunt and honest, it's not humanly possible sometimes. So when burnout reaches a critical level and it begins to be very evident in your life and you're noticing things that are that you just are lack of focus, you just want to give up, you are just overwhelmed and exhausted, it manifests and, and it brings up health issues or red flag alerts like depression and sadness. You may want to just sleep in. Or you may just, you just feel sad and depressed all the time. You're withdrawing. You're withdrawing from family and friends. You're withdrawing from your work responsibilities. You're withdrawing from the things that you love to do and now you're not doing them anymore. You're feeling, you have feelings of helplessness and hopelessness. You know, the big H's, the helplessness and the hopelessness. You don't have that feeling of things are going to get better, which rightfully so, because your loved one may have a chronic condition and never get better. But when you start feeling hopeless or you, you're helpless, then that's a red flag. Or you have negative emotions and you're talking negative all the time. You don't see anything positive anymore red flag. You have physical fatigue and you had a good night's sleep. You're doing everything that you normally can. That's a red flag because you may be burning the candle at both ends and you're not giving yourself anything. Or you have sleep disorders or sleep deprivation. You may be laying in bed and you're not able to sleep because your head is racing. You may have some physical health problems. I developed irritable bowel syndrome since 2017, and I can't get rid of it. I have huge digestive issues. You might have migraines. You might have body aches. You might have heart palpitation, panic attacks from anxiety, whatever those problems are. You have, may have lost weight, or you may have gained weight. So paying attention to what's happening or your self-esteem is just totally shot now because you just you, you just don't have it in you anymore. You're not feeling confident. These are just a few that I've pop, that popped up in my head that I've thought about. So what do you do when you recognize that you have feelings of caregiver for fatigue for, for fatigue? <laughs> caregiver fatigue or that you feel like you are you are the or it is the big b the big b of caregiver burnout well for my perspective it starts with you you have to go ahead and really think about how are you taking care of yourself i know how hard it can be to stop and take a look at yourself in the mirror and tell yourself you are not well. I think of that Michael Jackson song, stop and take a look at yourself and make a change. But you have to really take, and and I want you to think about physically doing this, shutting the bathroom door and really looking at yourself in the mirror, looking at your eyes in that mirror and really being honest with yourself and saying, I'm going to use myself. Kathy, you are not physically well. 
you are not mentally well. Kathy, you are not taking care of yourself. So say those words to yourself. Be honest. Be truthful with yourself. Then really reflect on and really kind of take a look at your sleep patterns. Ask yourself, what have I eaten? What's my nutrition like? What's my hydration like? What's my exercise been like? Look at your schedule from work to family to your loved one's care. So really take a look at your schedule. When you admit that you are burning out and you are not putting yourself as priority, when you admit this, you can then start working on you. Then you can Start thinking about what commitment can I make for myself? Make a commitment. It may be starting with a walk each evening after supper or a coffee on the porch in the morning with your gratitude journal, or it may be food prepping each week or picking up that phone or going online and scheduling a therapy session. For me, I had to sit down and track my past two weeks when I was in that burnout stage. And it was actually in January of this year. I was, it just came back again. It was eye opening when my stress was high and I was stretched for time. I ate horrible. I drank sugary drinks. I drank lots and lots of my favorite beverage of coffee and caffeine. I would hit the snooze button or reset my alarm. And I would say, I would use the excuse of, I don't need to exercise in the morning. I need sleep more. And really what I needed to do is get up and and exercise and move my body and get my mind set in place. Then I would stay up late at night because I slept in in the morning or I had too much coffee or both. I had no days off, let alone did I take any downtime? And you know from from what I just said, I need downtime. And if I don't have downtime, usually what happens three or four days, I'm checked out. Now, you can't wake up tomorrow morning and say, I am committed to this super duper great plan because it's not going to work. Your caregiving life is too chaotic. It's too busy. You have to really start with just baby steps. And the word here is just start with something small. Maybe this week it's drinking your water, committing to drinking enough water each and every day. They say eight ounces, eight, eight ounces glasses of water a day. Whatever it works for you, but committing to hydrating yourself because when you drink water, it boosts your energy level and gets everything going in your system. Remember, in this caregiving life, we are all in and you can't add more pressure and stress to it. So you have to think about small little steps will be better for you than going ahead and and going all in with this great plan because you're all in with this caregiver life. Your priority right now, part of your priority is your loved one. And so you can't fill the basket and the basket can't be overflowing. Now you, now what you can do is you can schedule maybe one evening or a day to food prep. 
Here's an idea. Schedule one evening or one day where you're going to commit to food prepping. And maybe you invite a friend over to help you get some socialization in, or you ask your kids to help and you make it really fun. And what you do is you food prep for the entire week. And so that gets you started with healthy dinners every evening or healthy lunch snacks and, and snacks every day. Or you hire someone to clean your house once a week. That's your small step. How great would that be to not have to worry about that? And maybe you hire that person to clean bi-weekly or weekly, whatever it is. Then you use that time to do something you love. Maybe you love to go for bike rides. Maybe you use that time saying, I don't have to clean my house now right now. So I'm going to go for a bike ride. And you kind of swap that time. It requires you to stop and figure out your self-care habits. When you don't take care of your st- yourself, the stress and anxiety will bubble up, will bubble, bubble over. You need to find ways to reduce it or release it. So friend, I hope you take some time today or this week and reflect on you. Go stand in front of that mirror or sit with your cup of coffee and a notebook, spiral bound notebook, and write down and figure out what you've done in the last week. What you've, what things have you neglected from yourself in your self-care habits? Make a commitment then to take one small step. What do you want that step to be? Maybe it's Maybe it's going for a walk in the morning. Maybe it's, I'm trying to think out loud here. Maybe it's thinking about uh, your nutrition or your hydration or calling your therapist. Or maybe it's gratitude journaling every day. Remember, don't do it all. You want to do baby steps. So why don't you send me a direct message at Kathy L or Kathy Lynn Van? C-A-T-H-Y-L-Y-N-N-V-A-N, and I'm on Instagram. Or if you're a member of the Caregiver Cup community, which is for women that are busy, that are trying to balance all of the stress and overwhelm and take care of their loved one and find joy in the journey. If you are a member of this community or you want to be a member of this community, go post what you're going to do. I want to be your accountability partner. And I think when you have somebody that's your accountability partner and say, hey, how is the water intake going this week? Or how is the bike ride going now that you hired a cleaning lady? Or what did you food prep this week? Think about how great that would be if you had that support. Remember, baby steps will get you releasing some of that burnout and releasing some of that stress. And maybe then the following week you add in another piece or maybe this week it didn't work. We'll get right back on it again and try something different because all in all, you deserve to feel, feel joy in this journey. I know this is a new reality and a new normal for you. And this caregiving journey is tough and challenging, but it doesn't have to take away your mind, your body, and your spirit. You can put yourself prior- as priority. You can 
go ahead and take time away to take care of yourself or get up early to go for that walk because really you want to be there for your loved one and you want to be there with with the best positive or the best possible version of yourself that you can be. So be, to end today, it's 50. I've completed the 50th episode and I've really kept it the same that I've kept it throughout all of my episodes. And that is focusing on you, my friend, you, this busy woman that's trying to caregive for your loved ones in this tough and challenging journey. But you're taking the courage and the commitment to making time for yourself so that you can go ahead and get on the other side someday and you can look back at these challenges and be proud of who you are and what you did. So to end today, fill your cup first, my friend, and embrace each and every day with a positive attitude and a positive outlook. And we will talk to you soon.